What up? What's up? Two more episodes down. What'd you think? What are your thoughts? Episode three. Episode episode three was Dennis Rodman for the most part. Episode four was more of uh, the building of the team, kind of like the how they got to that position, right? The Detroit Pistons and all that shit. So let's start with episode T, episode three. What about Dennis Rodman that caught your attention or didn't catch your? You were hoping to get more, maybe. I. For the most part, knew everything about that, about what was going on with Dennis. You know, but there's been some documentaries about Rodman. There's been um, his stuff's been pretty well recorded throughout time. So it was cool. I mean, it was cool to to check everything out, see his perspective a little bit more than hearing other people talk. I mean, there was a lot about a lot of him talking yeah. um, in that episode. So. Um, I don't know. I watched it like a week ago, man. Uh, dude, so <laughs> like I've, like, I've like forgotten. I'm, I'm like, I, 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 tr- I, so I won't watch it the first night. I just won't. I've decided because I want the fucking like, there's so nothing going on in sports. I want to like enjoy it. So I watch one episode and then I'll wait a day. So I watched the first episode Monday and then the second episode on Wednesday today, this morning. So I'm just spreading it out so I can get a little bit of everything as it goes on. So, um, but one thing I d- we should do the next next podcast to then watch it and then do the podcast. And we'll, we'll we'll at least for these next couple episodes, few ones. Do, what, we'll just do that. What do you want to do? More. I'm sorry. Like, let's just do our podcast uh-huh. next time. Okay. Like, watch the episodes and then do the podcast immediately after so it's fresh okay okay cool that works uh yeah. one thing i did notice well two things about the episode three was one was dennis rodman's wearing a class of 47 i mentioned it in the other podcast but he's wearing a class of 47 hat which is a local bar down in newport and he's just rocking it two did you see at the end of episode three he gets on his harley and rides off right to take his 48 hour or whatever um he's fucking drinking a miller light before he gets on his fucking hog <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, "Well, he's in Vegas." Yeah, yeah, he's not in. Could Vegas you yet. imagine yeah. that shit? Like, if that happened now, all the fucking controversy <laughs> that would happen. Well, I want to know what happened after hour forty-eight. <laughs> you know, actually, not even after hour forty-eight. I want to know what happened at hour one through hour like what? What ended up be hour one hundred and five or something? <laughs> he was gone for like a week. He was dude. gone for seventy-two. <laughs> 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 I, I did they drug test for cocaine and stuff shit like back then? I don't think they were. St- I don't think they tested for much in the NBA just in general. Yeah. I mean, I think they test them beginning of the season. That would and be it, they generally so. just don't don't test yeah. after that. So, uh, <laughs> man, that what a like be a fly on the wall and or just flying around Rodman for those few days. It must have been wild. I, I couldn't even imagine if you were like, okay, I'm gonna be sober and I'm gonna hang out with Rodman for 72 hours. Hour fifteen, you were taking shots off somebody's body. <laughs> I could just see. I mean, for, dude, much much worse than off of somebody's. No, body. I know, off but of, I'm just in saying, like, crevices, like and... a PG version. Like, I'm I'm going crazy. If you were like a sober dude that's never touched alcohol, like by day hour fifteen, oh you were God. like you were you were starting to follow his trends. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. What what happened is he. I'm guessing this is what happened. I don't know if this is what happened, but in his mind, he's like, I'm going to rage for 48 hours. He needed another 48 hours to recover from what took place. Right. That's why I think he should, because he went so hard 
And he was just like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> in the hotel room, just knocked out, gone. Well, like, e- how could you? Uh, even Phil, when he comes back, he's like, hey, Rodman, remember, your body needs to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jordan's like, hey, let's, let's be happy he's here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, Jordan. he showed up. That's enough for now, dude. It's true, though. It's true. So that that's interesting. I wish they would have covered like Rodman has a pretty amazing history of like how he transitioned and they just kind of like glossed over it. Um, I wish they would have gotten a little bit more in depth. S- same thing with Scotty, how he went from like a water boy or a manager to like fucking dominating his team and then getting drafted, you know, but uh um, I, the scouting was so much different yeah, back then, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's not as public as it is now. So you got to do your research and homework. Yeah. So, and then to this episode, so, uh, obviously, so I've never liked the Detroit Pistons and the Lakers really never played them. You know, they played them, Lakers beat them and then lost once, but I've never liked Detroit. I've never liked any of those players. I'd never liked how they played. So maybe that's why I didn't like them, but Watching these made me realize that they're just fucking bunch of pieces of shit. Like Lambert didn't even apologize. Did you hear his, his interview uh, on the jump or whatever it was a couple of days ago, where he didn't even apologize? I, yeah, it's ba- it was a little bit different back then. You know, like you you hated your opponent. You know, it was more commonplace. Like they took it to another level. Obviously, is why they were called the bad boys, and you know, there's all this history around them. But you didn't you didn't like your opponents back then. I mean. I don't know. Maybe I, it was because know. Lakers and Celtics played all the time. They didn't like each other, but there was a level of respect that you showed each other when you got beat. Right? Sure, and that's why they're called the bad boys, yeah. man. They they were they were ruthless. They didn't care. They were they took it to another level. Yeah, you know, they really took it to another level. Dude, Jordan got his ass whipped. You know, like in some of those games. Yeah. Like you see some of these like pictures when they're they're not even going for the ball. No. You know, like there's like no. literally just slapping his face and like punching him. No, in the face. like there's the, yeah. there's no attempt. To go for the yeah. ball, you know, um, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Um, uh, I I so we met Lambeer's daughter, and it's amazing because she's a h- amazing human being. She's a really cool chick. But as soon as I found out it was Lambeer, I'm like, I, I just, I, I, there's a reason, I, for some reason I can't like you. I can't be friends with you. I don't know why. And she's like the <laughs> nicest fucking person in the world. But uh, there's just something within it that I'm like, no, I just, I, I, your dad's just a dick. So what do you, what do you think about the whole walk off? Well, so, so you know how they said, um, deal. so I, so Bird and the Celtics walked off on Detroit three years prior, two years prior, whatever it was. And who was it, Jordan or Horace Grant or Paxson was saying something like, oh, well, you know, I watched it and Boston still acknowledged them when they walked off. They didn't. They walked off. So they're petty too. So maybe that's what they, Detroit was like, well, that's what you do when you get beaten by your nemesis or your rival. You just don't acknowledge. You just walk off the court. So I, I don't agree with that, but I think that's what they approached it as, which is wrong, and they shouldn't because every other team acknowledged it. The Bulls acknowledged them two years straight. So, um, but I I didn't I thought it was bullshit. But what about you? I mean, it's obviously you're you're being a bad sport, but in in the heat of the moment, you know these guys are so competitive that. You you don't take it personal. It's beyond taking it personal, you know. So it's hard to 
criticize someone if you're not in their shoes and you're not feeling what they're feeling. It's bad sportsmanship. The part that I don't, I really don't like and I don't excuse on their part is it's one thing for the game to be, you know, the final whistle blows and you walk off the court. Maybe you look that way. Maybe you don't look in that direction, but you're mad. The game's done. You leave. It's another thing to walk off the court with seven motherfucking seconds still left in the game across the opponent. You have to walk in front of the opponent to get to the top. That's just like, come on. You know what? This is the thing too. It's like they, they want to stand up for themselves but do you see Isaiah when he's walking he ducks. off the court? He's Duck. ducking yeah. because yeah. he's embarrassed yeah. Yeah. because he knows what he's doing is completely wrong. Yeah. So you want to talk all that shit, how you don't regret, or maybe he does kind of regret it now. He took it back a little bit, but at least walk with your fucking hand, a head held up high yeah. and walk out with some fucking pride. Yeah. You're cowering as you walk out, you know, like, so, uh, uh, I fucking hate Isaiah, no, dude. No. You know bitch, what the other man. part that... I, I fucking hate I, Isaiah. I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. I, the, the other thing that I, I noticed was like, why wasn't Joe Dumars interviewed in all this? Like, he's probably the only... Because Joe's a great guy. He's a stand-up guy, and he is not going to... He's not going to admit what the camera wants to admit because he has his brother's back. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like he's not going to say something different because he has respect for his teammates so much that he's not gonna he's not gonna create any kind of controversy. That's why you don't get shit out from Joe D yeah. because he's a fucking great yeah, person. I was gonna say he's a stand-up he's, guy. He's a very classy. I I can't believe he didn't ha- wait or a, you know handshake or something because he is like by all means by every like I don't know him, you don't know him, but we just from everything we hear, he's just a class act, right? Like he's just right, a great right. uh individual person on the court, off the court. But that's why I wanted to maybe if he would hint at it like he wanted to, but then you know, you stay as a team and you don't. But uh I was I, I really because like John Sally doesn't say anything about it, right? John Sally doesn't say anything. Rodman doesn't say anything about it. They were on the same team, and they joined the Bulls for their, uh, you know, the second set of the second three-peat. So, um. it, it was a the, the funniest part about it too was Isaiah throwing Bill Lambeer under yeah. the bus. <laughs> How he's like, Bill looks at me and he's like, "Yo, we should leave." It's like, damn, yeah. dude. Like he, just, I'm like, oh man, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like straight just. Threw him to the wolves, man. Because like, Isaiah it was gets his idea. This is his idea, well, not my idea. It was because his it's idea. like Isaiah gets a lot of the hate because he was the best player on that court, on that team. So he's the one that everyone assumed would be. Doesn't matter whose idea it is. If you took part in it, you you yeah. took part. Like you yeah, yeah. you were okay with yeah. it. You and you, you know, know what? you're you're Chuck Daly gets no blame for this. No, motherfuckers, you wait till the end of the game. And then you handshake. You're the coach. I'd like to see the video if Chuck still stays on. And he, and he, I bet you we can um, find it. Uh, he bet you he does, though. I bet you he uh, hand, um, shakes Phil Jackson's hand and all that stuff. The I'd like aren't, to see that. Like, I'd like to see that, though. But, um, yeah, that's that. But, yeah, that's the part that did bother me, the, the lack of respect for the game to walk off yeah. with time left yeah. on the clock. That was what I think made it much worse than what anybody else is. But what they said was that's what – and seven it, it, seconds. That's, it, that's what um, Boston had done to them as well. Boston walked off the court with like a couple of seconds left on the clock too. So they were just maybe following. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's not. It's not acceptable. But that's what um, Isaiah was saying. Did you see what Isaiah Thomas? 
the other Isaiah yeah. Thomas who's getting hated on <laughs> on uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, guys, give me, give me a break, give me a break. This is this is the wrong me. Isaiah. Come on now, go to the other Isaiah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna transition from that. So I got a couple of little things I want to throw at you, just um, just to see where we stand. So I saw this on Bleacher Report, and it was which super team would have been more dominant? Okay. So it would be Steph, KD, and LeBron, or LeBron, AD, and Kawhi. So when I, I saw this today too, my my first initial initial reaction mm-hmm. was Steph and and Clay and LeBron, and the reason is you add up the MVPs right. on that squad. And it way outweighs the MVPs on the other side. And then looking more into it, I thought about how of a tough defensive team the squad of Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis is. That's a very hard team to score on. So you have an elite, elite scoring against a pretty elite defense. So I'm always going to take defense. Yeah. Just cause well, I'm, no, I was going to say. I'm like that, but. So the first team with uh, Steph, KD, and LeBron, you basically get shooting, right? You get all out, three-point. There's no limit to any of their shots. But if you're going against any defense, you're losing. And a good shooting team on the other side. So the other side, KD's a, or, um, a Kawhi's a very good mid-range, good three-point shooter. LeBron's both. AD is... Inside, mid-range, maybe outside, but it's nobody. Everybody on that team can guard the other three on the other side. The other three can't guard these three. Like Steph is going to be vulnerable. Steph is just going to be vulnerable against any of those. That's going to be vulnerable, but I mean, those guys. I, I you know, we got to be fair. It's going to be hard for anybody yeah. on that team yeah. to guard Steph. Also, it's going to be like very difficult for them to stay with Steph. Doesn't matter if you put LeBron or or Kawhi on him. Yeah, um, that's going to be difficult. But I'll say this: if let's just say it's basketball, right? So let's just say KD and Steph just kind of aren't hitting as much their shots. They're they're going to get destroyed. Yeah, because the other team is going to get a bunch of easy baskets. Easy. It doesn't matter if their yeah. shots if their shots are hitting or not. Yeah. They're going to get a bunch of easy baskets, yeah, you know, but the other side, they they, they got to be hitting their shots because they're not getting inside, really. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the next question, it was brought to us by Chris Ferguson, a very loyal listener. Um, so his question was, which NBA stars today, which NBA stars of today would have been busts back in the day? Like, f- because of the physica- physicality of the league, like legit busts, not like... That's a good question. Not like you know they they make it in the league, but like legit bust. Any any ideas? Any thoughts? I would have liked to have gotten this question a little bit sooner to put a little bit of thought into it. Um, off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with some somebody like Trey Young. Just this is like the first thing that comes to my head because he's just gonna get fucking thrown on the ground. He's not he's not getting into the paint like that. Yeah. He's scrawny. He's not strong enough to survive in the league back then. To me, you know, he's just not strong enough. Um, so that's, that's, I'd like to think about this a little bit more. What do you got? So I, I didn't think of the point guards because, like, there's a bunch of 
Muggsy was small, small, and he made it in the 80s and 90s, right? Um, I got a good one, but yeah, go ahead. Spud Webb, same thing. Spud was small, 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 like physically and height-wise, and he made it in the league for a while. Um, but stars that I th- I would I was thinking more big guys that would struggle. That but yeah, that's my my the new one that I just thought of. Take Giannis for example. Right. He, I don't know if he would have survived his first two, three, four years in the league because he didn't he don't have any guard skills. Yeah, he's he had to play down low, and he just would have been eaten up man if you notice back then there was not a lot of of thin slender lean big guys all the big guys the fours and fives in the league they're all bulky right so the game has changed with this whole stretch four thing so that was kind of an anomaly you didn't have guys down low that were scrawny it just wasn't it just there was not a lot of them so that's why i think like Giannis probably might not have had the chance to even develop until he put that weight on which He's really skinny. That's going to take a little while. I agree on... I agree. But the big guys, the fours and the fives, weren't as athletic and coordinated as they are now. Like, if the reverse was asked, how many of the 80s, early 90s big guys would have made it in the early 2000s to now? Literally, only the greats would have made it on because... Very like true, Lambeer wouldn't like have made the, it. All those guys, their games would have adapted though, like they did. But That's, they didn't have which the is skills. Why we're at, where, where we're at, they though. didn't have the skills to make it to the league. Like Lambeer wouldn't have made it to the league. Lambeer would not have made it to the league. The other question is: Would Rodman, would Rodman, survive in the current league? And I think he would for sure. But dude, Draymond is a poor man's version of Rodman. No, I agree. So That's Draymond's a much a much better. He's he's more skilled passing the ball and probably handling the ball right. a little bit, but his offensive game is is absent. But so is the Rodman. And he's a lockdown defender. And that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm saying. He would do fine. Yeah. No. No. I agree. In both I agree. eras, I, you have. I agree completely. Yeah. I. But like for example, like I think Horace Grant would transition perfectly. He he would just Horace Grant would be great. Instead Horace of being Grant a four, be though, he would just be a five. You know, they would just move him. You know, um, but like, certain, like I don't think Lambeer would have made it. I don't think John Sally would have made it. I don't think this era of basketball because they weren't athletic enough to be above the rim, and they weren't. Yeah, but you're you're asking the other way, right? Right, right, right. Like which right. players from now wouldn't so be now? As good back. You can't you can't compare the players back then now. now it's but, like, oh, obviously everyone's more athletic. I I. I'm pretty confident. That's why it was a good question. No, bro. I know. But the the, the, <laughs> I, the more I mean, I, he texted me this morning about it, and the more I think about it, there aren't a lot of players that I don't think could have made it back then. I think they would have, because I just like you're saying they would have developed. If players from then would have come this way, they would have developed. If a guy was going from here to back then, they would have just put more weight on. They would have bulked up more, right? And they would have still know, kept their you skills. You can't use that argument, right? Because you, because that that would be the exact same argument going the other way. Right. Is what you're talking about, so, Lamb Lambier and these other guys. So, eh, no, that that doesn't work that way. We're we're trying to just we're we're saying it the other way, like as if their style of play, how it would be. Like see, the then, the person you know? I think would have not made it is Cat. Carl Anthony Towns, because his post-up game isn't very good. 
He's not a very good defender. Right? See, I think he would have been okay because he's got a body and he doesn't need to be super fast. So I think he, he's not going to be a star, maybe, because there's a lot of players like Cat back then. Right. Um, without the, as, as much skill, but the same type of, of, of level, like how, you know, how good they are, 20 points, 10 yeah. rounds, all that shit. There's like a ton of those guys. So um, the other one I was going to mention was um, I think any player, honestly, that's kind of like Jonathan Isaac or just is a skinny, slender four is just probably not going to do as well yeah. back then. They're just going to get fucking tossed around, dude. The, the, the players now, they're strong, but they're really light. But see, you know? they, like they would have just moved like him lean. to the three. Back then. He'd get tore up as a three, man. Come on, I dude. don't think so. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're actually right. He, he probably would do okay as a three. Like Giannis would have just played a three. He wouldn't have played a power forward center. He would just played a three, right? He would have been a Scotty, basically. But then imagine, imagine I was going to say, imagine Giannis and, and that, you know, Isaac guarding Scotty. Yeah, but Scotty is, like, but Scotty was one in a, a billion, you know, like there weren't that many right, Scotties in right. that era. They're just, they were the more prototypical three back then, like yeah, long. Exactly. Long, lanky, you know, stretchy. Yeah. Basically, a, a, yeah, they yeah, were like yeah. a shooting right. guard that couldn't shoot, basically, right? They were just, that's what they were. So it's it's just a, I think most, I, I mean, top stars that are now, I think all would have, maybe, they wouldn't have been busts. They would have been relevant and successful. Let's go that way. They might not be the superstars. They may not have been the stars, but they would have still been in the league. But the reverse I think a lot of them wouldn't be in the league. Like, Joe Dumars would be in the league. Reggie Miller would kill it in this era, would be, would just dominate this era. You know, his range had no limit. He was a decent defender, like not great, not horrible. And he was long enough where he could rotate and, you know, uh, switch on screens and stuff like that. So he would dominate this era. See, Reggie's like, a three for sure now yeah. though yeah, yeah yeah you know like he's he's a, he's a three for sure because he's and he's okay with with his dribbling and also but he's not staying in front of no. like you know damian lillard and fucking west exactly and shit exactly like that. Like, but he was a he was a shooting guard then torched. too right no i know but the, all the guard all the guards are combo yeah, guards exactly days. like exactly. Any, there's no like you know they're, they're all switching on defense like there's not it's not set like yeah. that you know so reggie would get fucking torch yeah. off the dribble. I think I think uh between generations then and now is whoever was the 4 back then is basically a 5 now. Right? Because most 4s back then were big and uh they had an okay uh post game but they were more of a mid-range shooter, right? They would shoot like the 15-18 foot shots and that's all you're asking for your big men now is set a screen you know, uh, either cut towards the basket or fade for 15, 18, now maybe three-point shot, you know? So Charles Oakley, I think, would be solid now as a big man, you know? He'd just be another version of a, a Draymond Green, something like that. So I think the 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 t- players that would be dropped out would be more of the big centers that, like, that just weren't quick-footed or had anything. Like Patrick Young, I think, would d- dominate it either, even now. But he was a star then. You know what? That's like actually I was trying to think of some some centers that are centers now, but probably would just get eaten up down low. 
you know, like so. Embiid, I think, would be good there because he's got a. Embiid would be yeah. fine. Embiid would do. He would just fit right in. Um, um, but but I'm wondering if if guys like even somebody like maybe like Ben Simmons, where you can't stretch the floor because with the three point shooting, like kind of how it was. So he's gonna. It's pretty clogged in the lane. Like, what is he going to yeah, do? See, he, there wasn't many type actually, of players, like, if you think about it, like Ben Simmons back then, like, because there's just what well, there wasn't. Like, I'll think of a good true. one was, like, Scotty. Scotty was, like, a Ben Simmons type, but with skill. Yeah. There wasn't players like that because there wasn't players like that. <laughs> you I know actually, what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. I think Ben Simmons is probably the best example of a player that might not – he probably he might have been – I don't know if he'd be a bust, but he he wouldn't be the player he is now. He's not going to be a star because where is he going to fit into the league back then? The the lane is clogged. He doesn't have a shot. I mean, Magic didn't really um, have a shot. And he's small. And he was small. He's not that small. I mean, he's what? He's like 6'9", 6'10". Yeah. Yeah, he's not small. He, I mean, he... he I mean, Magic... Uh, Magic is a really good example. You know, Magic is actually a good example. Magic, actually, I think nowadays, Magic wouldn't be a point guard. Magic would have just basically magic would have been basically but magic was an anomaly too yeah. magic was like scotty it's like that you know magic is magic yeah. that's why he was magic yeah because there yeah, wasn't yeah. a lot of players like that uh, yeah you can't compare any player i mean lebron might be a comparison but lebron is above and beyond more athletic and more uh, just quicker faster than and stronger than magic. like magic i was when i was watching the 91 magic looks like he's a 40 fucking year old basketball player like he is not in basketball shape i know i i hate to always say this but yeah i feel like defensively magic would just get fucking eaten alive oh yeah like like he just he played at a time luckily where there's big guards but he was like an even bigger guard so it just it worked but like Dude, that's why they uh, like Team USA, like in the Olympic team and show. That's why they had problems sometimes. Um, yeah, well, I mean, they would just throw Scotty and like Jordan and out there and just yeah. let them roll. But I-, I will say this: even watching highlight reels of Magic, it's hard to say he was one of the best handlers. He didn't have a very good dude for the one of the greatest point guards around. His handle was, was questionable. <laughs> it was it was okay. Look, and <laughs> I'm like, but with shrugging and putting your palms yeah. up, it's like it's. And this it's is a okay. la- diehard <laughs> Laker fan. You know, this is coming from a uh, diehard Laker fan that has literally watched the Showtime and became obsessed with the Lakers because of it. But looking back on it, Magic throughout all that era. I was like, I was learning the game. I'm like, I can do what he's doing. <laughs> he's just, you but know, he's also six nine. You know this. He's, but he's six just nine. So smart, so big, and sees the core well. So he didn't need to, do, you know, he he, and he he made it work. But yeah, his his handle was pretty suspect. It's, for it's a two point things. Guard, he was so tall, but he this because he was so smart and knew how to use his body. He was just yeah. That was you know. He just use his body. Well. Most most yeah. point guards they try to cross you up and go up the court. No, he just turn and just basically back you up the entire court until he got to the half court. Then he would turn and then run his play. Like he was like, you're not gonna if you want to try to reach for it, go for it. Then I'm gonna turn around and run up the court and you. It's gonna be four and five breakaway. You know. So his 
maybe he just didn't need to develop the the Steph Curry handles or the Isaiah handles or whatever because he didn't need to. But it's just like looking at him, like even when Scotty was guarding him, Scotty kept tapping it, you know, reaching, tapping it out, tapping it out, tapping it. I'm like, yeah, come on, know, come man. on, Magic, the you're a fucking, fucking that dog. Yeah. The dogs were out. The Dobermans. That's why I was saying <laughs> the Dobermans <laughs> who let the dogs out. <laughs> Uh, that's why Sedell three, Nick Van Axel. That those were my boys. <laughs> those were my players. <laughs> the Byron Scotts, the the Coops, the you know those players. Those are my. Those are the players I wanted to be like. You know, I, I obviously I wasn't gonna be six nine, but I also was like Magic always looked out of shape to me. I'm like I don't want to be that fat dude on the court. Give me the Scott. Give me the Scotty look. Give me the Scott dude. Scotty like slight slightly hunchback. Scott yeah like. <laughs> like kind of curled over a little bit <laughs> we, we had this conversation maybe about i want to say 10 years ago you were texting back and forth you're like out of all the players in the league whose build would you take and i'll never forget this conversation do you remember who i said and remember who you said i i i remember two things i always remember you saying like trevor ariza and scotty pippen no, no, no. but you you go ahead, go ahead so i remember this is when I'm way off no no no, no. <laughs> we not we said in that season, in that like in that moment, and um, okay. you said, I think the reason it came up because uh, Derrick Rose was in the league, and so you said Derrick Rose. Uh, okay, and then this is the time frame you're talking, and because that okay. that's a built you wanted to be, you know, like he's he's yeah. he's a right. bigger guy, but he's broader, right? And we both same like I texted you, like you said the same thing about who I, I would probably be. It was George Hill when he was on Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah. Okay, like yeah. he's got long arms, right, broad right. shoulder, but he Looks was a lean, leaner dude. Slender, but yeah, broad shoulder, yeah, broad shoulder. But yeah, right. if there was a player ever, who would you want to be built? Not the skills, just the physical look. Who would it be? I'm cool with MJ. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was gonna say like Scotty. Basically, has a has a perfect basketball body. See, Scotty's body to me, like. Scotty's body is great for his style of play. Mm -hmm. So his body, it's a little bit harder to have that body and be, he's not compact. You know what I mean? He's got really long arms. So your style of play is slightly different. Like look at Giannis, you know, like just the way he dribbles, the way you, you gather, all that stuff's a little bit different. So I like a little bit more of that. Jordan to me is like completely built all around. Like his physique is very, um, what's the word? It's not consistent. Symmetrical. not such a symmetrical. It's just very even. Like there's it's proportion. proportion. It's proportioned really, really yeah. well. You know, he doesn't have any part of his body that's bigger than the other, but he's built great, and he's got you know good length, great athletic ability. I think Jordan to me is. Um, but it's also like it's you know, Scotty has long arms, so him or Giannis has long arms, so it's different for them. Like, remember who's the dude that played for Atlanta had like the. Uh, um, t-rex arms um that we used to wear the elbow pads in the 80s and 90s uh what the fuck was his name um but he like his arms were so small his biceps look fucking huge but like if you put you're talking about um, you know who i'm talking about like you can literally see who it is kevin willis yeah 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 yeah. kevin willis remember he had the short (laughs) ass arms but like Dude, his arms were too buff for him yeah. for his own body. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't know how he got his jerseys on. 
They would cut his <laughs> <laughs> put his arms through the waist first. <laughs> but you know I, what I, I mean? Like know. I don't know how the fuck like, he got it, that's it's just the your build, but I always love Scotty. Yeah, build. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what yours was Scotty. Yeah, 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 that's that's what I'm saying. It's just it's preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're you, that's your style yeah, of play. Yeah. You like to fucking cheat and gamble and you know be out Look, open if you and uh, what was your what was your shit, line? Man. If you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you're not trying, bro. <laughs> you ain't cheating, you're not trying. Hey, if, if I hey, if I get one Cheaters steal for win. every five Cheaters reaches, if I get one steal for five reaches, hey, it's one on zero instead of four on five on you guys. So, <laughs> um, but I, you know, now that we've discussed male bodies that we'd want to be like as forty year old men. <laughs> But I will say, Scotty's probably aged the best physically too, though. Him and Reggie are probably the most. Oh, he looks great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like everybody else they got that. Great. Grand Hill too. Yeah, I mean, Grand Hill. Yeah. but he, I mean, he's really a too, he's but, yeah. what ten years after them, like eight, yeah, yeah seven, eight years later. But yeah, Scotty does look like Scotty does I look follow really Reggie good. on uh, on Instagram, and Homeboy is still slender, still like I mean, he's trans. Well, he's got one of those bodies where like he'll have that same body his whole life. Dude, no, but like, he's, he just looks like he's got this metabolism where he's just going to be skinny. He's forever. a cyclist now, like a, um, a mountain biker and a you know, road bike cyclist. Homeboy like does 70, 80 mile rides like it's nothing. And he like, and so we have a buddy who's a, a cute, you know, amateur races. And he's like, I see him all the time racing at these things. And sometimes he wins, sometimes he doesn't. But dude, I don't even want to discredit him. But I got to say, in a competition like that or like riding with people, do you use that such an advantage being tall? No, no, you no. Know how much more ground, dude, you know how much more ground you could imagine? If a toddler is on a unicycle pedaling and you're on a big bike, the bigger you are, the more ground you cover with each rotation of the t- of the tires. It's way easier for him to ride, bro. Not true. You I'm telling you, because nah. because besides like the drag or something, it's anything the leg, to do with wind. Besides that, it's nah. it's the what they say is like the motor. The bike would fit him. Yeah, well, obviously, but the bike is only so like, yeah, the bike might be bigger like in length. But that doesn't mean the power someone's pushing out is like it's like a Ferrari versus a Lamborghini. Say the Ferrari's got a longer body, it doesn't mean that it's going to go faster. I'm not talking about the power. I'm just talking about the cycle, the rotation. It's not because the width of the tire is longer. So one of his rotations on a on a bike, he's going to go a further distance than one rotation on your bike. Do you not understand I that? I get it, but you're also it's not just one rotation it's like a 30 40 mile race where it's how it's not but you have to pedal and when you pedal there's a there's a certain doesn't matter whether you're bruh bruh telling every you, one of his pedals is further than every I, one of your pedals I, it doesn't matter and he's a great in shape his conditioning is fine so it has nothing to why, do with why why do like you think how good a shape or power he is why do you think cyclists most cyclists are like 59 I think it has to do with like the wind and the drag and being compact and shit. I, th- I really so then think there that has go, a though. lot to do but with it. But then that's the thing. So for just because you're a bigger bike. No, I was just saying it's easy for him to like, he's not fucking racing and competition. But you have a, he- you said he is. he's racing, he's competing. He's like competing in these races. Like uh, they have CAD one, two, three, whatever. And he's competing in these. So like because he's bigger and his bike is bigger, it weighs more. Which means, yeah, True. your pedal might take you further, but it takes more effort to pedal you to get as far as someone that weighs 100 pounds and 5'9 and is a foot shorter than you and probably like 70 pounds lighter than you, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I I can see that. So sure. it just, but I think it takes less effort for him. That's what I'm trying to say. Like for for you to go five miles and for him to go five miles, I think he would be sweating it much less. It's not, no, not at all. I'm telling you because, uh, like, if Kenji, our buddy who is 6'4", and I go biking, we have the exact same bike that fits us perfectly, he'll destroy me because he's just faster. He's stronger, not because his... So it's nothing to do with him being 6'4". Otherwise, professionals... Well, maybe, I I mean, I don't know shit about biking, so maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it just seems like like, common sense. If you're above six foot, you're an anomaly in that sport. Because you need to be slight as possible and as powerful as possible. So usually it's like a five, eight, five, nine frame. So and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're misunderstanding. So if like if there there's a sprint, right? Okay, let's say like a thousand yard mm-hmm. sprint. I'm sure he would get destroyed because it takes longer to build that momentum. So if someone's like got quicker, shorter legs, obviously they're going to be rotating the pedals much faster. What I'm saying is over a long, this, you know what? You're just, you're stupid. dude. (laughs) Just ask Kenji. Just, just ask him. And maybe I'm stupid. If I'm stupid, then I'm stupid. It's fine. But I'm just saying in terms of common sense, dude, it would take him over a longer distance. It would be much easier to ride, but what I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have Kenji's never listen to our podcast because it covers basketball. But uh, I'm going to have him listen to the last 10 minutes Please. because we've completely gone into a cycling Please. environment. <laughs> and so... Um, like I said, I don't know what the fuck yeah. I'm talking about. Anyways, thank you for listening. And we will uh, talk to you guys next week. And if you have any thoughts about Iden's stupid decision, let us know. And uh, if you think I'm right on my perspective of who would be faster in cycling, let us know. Thank you for listening. You guys have a good one. Peace. Am I more stupid? Or is Amir more stupid? <laughs> it's gonna be a toss up, y'all. Alright, peace out, y'all.